Hello everyone and happy Valentine's Day. Welcome to our, our very special lovey-dovey edition of the GM Breakout Podcast where all of our players might die. <laughs> oh, sorry, all of our characters oh. might die. Our players, hopefully they'll be fine. Uh, Aina, how, how are you doing? I'm great. I would love it if you died. Oh, was that too dark? Lovey dovey, lovey dovey episode. <laughs> I hated. I said love. <laughs> Jeremy, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm slightly less homicidal than Ana. Thank you. I'm well. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Greg, you all right? I, I'm well. I would love to roll in the double digits. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that would be a, that would be good. Uh, and Kevin, how are you doing today? Hopefully better than last time, and we can actually roll something good on our dice. Yes, last episode we uh, had a an abundance of bad rolling, uh, which uh, hopefully we're going to fix today, because I think today might be when we make these rolls that we've all been dreading for a, a few weeks now. Get ready to see four natural one. Yeah, yeah four natural ones are going to happen, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah, but before that, uh, we ended with you guys finishing up uh, your your ritual that you uh, you needed these oils for. You you did spectacularly fail and summoned a weird fey creature that just uh, caused a bit of trouble. Uh, but you dealt with that and uh, finished off the uh, the ritual, and that entire task gained you an amazing hundred and seventy XP. Collecting the oils and doing the ritual, so you are now a nice eight hundred ten, very very close to level two. And we ended it uh, very to the end, close to the end of Wheel, uh, Wheels Day, which is the weekly games night at the Spire Dormitory. So you, you had a bit of food, you went to the dining hall, collected all your food, uh, and when you get back, you do see that uh, Koro, who I don't know if he really interacted with, uh, no. is bringing games out and uh, it takes part in uh, the outer sort of uh, dining room dining, sorry, the outer sort of living space with all the sofas and stuff around. Uh, but you get back in that, I'd say mostly everyone is, is gathered here. Um, I'm going to just drag everyone from the map, even some people who you haven't actually met before who you live with. Ooh, well. got, actually, I believe you have met everyone apart from Akora you haven't met, Noxola you've heard a lot about, but I don't think you've actually interacted with, Strands of Glowing Dawn. So you're now finally seeing all of the, the character art. Mm. Um, Okoro is a, a male uh, human, very bright-eyed and, and excitable. Uh, he keeps running in and out of his room, which is this one closest to the entrance, with, with handfuls of, of board games. And you see he brings out some dart boards and uh, what looks like a, a, like a wooden version of a hoopla. And just a, a general sort of complicated board games and then some very simple party-like games as well. Um, and I think EC would be, would be helping him carry out a lot of that. Uh, you see uh, Noxolo, who is a human, I think also from, I don't know, see wherever she's from. She'd just be a, like a, a, a Mwangi human. Uh, she also looks fairly uh, androgynous looking. Uh, she is like female, but dresses up fairly sort of masculine, like, uh, and has her hair tied up yeah, in a sort of a similar similar style. Uh, and she's just kind of, um, I guess, just just in one corner. She she has gathered a few little little bits of food to munch on uh, as she gets involved. 
And then finally, Strenz or Glowing Dawn, who is a female Anadi. Uh, Anadi. We've had this discussion before, and I have no idea. <laughs> I, I leaned on the Still. long A, the R, uh, Anadi. But, Anadi. Nah. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll go with that. Mm. Uh, female Anadi. Uh, uh, she is currently in her humanoid form because they are shape shifting spider like creatures. But uh, in uh, like a little uh, on on her back, you do see uh, you you know she's got two toddlers, um, and uh, one of them is currently like clinging to her back in spider form. <laughs> it's oh. like this kind of uh, toddler-sized spider-like creature, uh, which uh, would take you back if you weren't familiar with with the Anadi as, as a group, which you, you would be. Uh, and the other one is kind of um, just just playing around with some of these like little hoopla rings, just kind of kicking them around and just being a bit of a, a menace. <laughs> but uh, you, you you come in and it seems like yeah, every, everyone apart from Anchor Group has has come out here and uh, it's just a little bit of a, a lively evening. Uh, there's depends what sort of games you'd like to play. There are just a few like sets of of, of playing cards as well, so you can want to, to play some some Golem or there's a whole bunch of Pathfinder like gambling games built into the system. But you can play Golem or, or just poker or anything like that. But then there's some, some more complex. There's obviously a, a game of a, a chessboard if anyone wants to go for some real strategy. But it seems like it's just a, a fairly chill evening. And as you guys all, all walk in, Isi will, will say, Ah, look, they're here, everyone. Our, our new cohort. Back from their. They're busy days of uh, doing perquisite tasks for us. I, I believe you, you've met everyone, but uh, he, Koro here is uh, is running the evening, and his uh, strands of glowing dawn, uh, and Noxolo. Uh, they're, they're all here. Yeah, just please make, make yourselves at home. I mean, this is your home, of course, but uh, just make yourselves comfortable and uh, just you know, play some games and uh, have a bit of fun. Oh. Thank you, EC. Thank you. Um, and Rictan will, sort of for a start, move about and and greet the uh, housemates that are, that uh, they haven't actually met before. Um, uh, they aren't. Rick isn't going to great lengths to conceal that they don't feel very well. So I'm not putting on a bright and chipper happy face. Um, I'm being polite and nice because that's who I am. Um, at, uh, and when it's, you know, when I you know, said a few words uh, to the new new people, I didn't know. I want to look for. You mentioned that they might have darts or something. I, I don't want to be sitting down because Rick feels like that. That just crash. She doesn't. They don't want to do that. So I like, try, try throwing some darts for a little bit if anyone's up for a game. I'm up for a game. Are you up for? So is up for a game. <laughs> All right. Yes. Uh, in fact, Hybrim would definitely be up for a. For a game of uh, darts, this this male uh, daredevil dwarf uh, <laughs> gets into lots of lots of mischief, known for setting fires. Uh, <laughs> hmm. so go, oh, yes, yes, I'd, I mean, hey, if you want to play someone, I've uh, I'm somewhat of a, of a champion of darts, and uh, gladly uh, take up a competition with you. All uh, right, uh, I'd enjoy that. Uh, it's not really my uh, my forte, but it's good fun nonetheless. Uh, maybe Ishko should uh, yes. practice with some darts because of that uh, crit fail. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just made a mistake by uh, when I took it out. I, I my hand wasn't put properly on it. 
you just <laughs> dropped it. I'm normally good with darts. Awesome. Um, so darts is going on. I think they probably hung the, the board up actually like down towards this corner, so it's away from everyone else. So you can oh. kind of stand back and, uh, uh, um, and throw some darts. Before before they leave, uh, Willie would like to get everyone's attention. And he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna climb up on this table so uh, his <laughs> short and stout frame can be seen <laughs> by everyone. And he's gonna say, uh, "Well, hello to uh, everyone that I haven't met already." Um, as as most of my cohort would know, I'm a I'm a fan of words and wordplay. And I would like to share something with you all before we begin. Uh, and it's uh, it's about all of us, I would say. <clears throat> and he brings out his little notebook, flips oh through it, and he finds the correct page. And he says, uh, There once was a place called Magambia, which will probably amaze and astound ya. The students are plenty, with strength more than twenty, and the magic will surely surround ya. <laughs> you get a, 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 a round of applause from uh, all the students uh, standing around listening, and, uh, and I think you do see quite a lot of kind of, kind of chuckling. Like, oh, that's wow, that's that's wonderful. And I think even strands of, of going dawn seems to seems to to be enjoying it. She tried to listen, but her toddlers are still. Just, <laughs> yeah. Toddlering. <laughs> yes, toddlering. toddlering is the best word for it. Well, thank you for your uh, attention, and uh, I look forward to uh, getting to know all of you better over the coming coming months and weeks. And then he'll hop down, uh, the whole uh, building will shake, <laughs> 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 and he'll make his way over to Essie. Easy. EC is uh, eyeing up the, the chessboard mm. that's been laid out. That is looks exactly what he would like to challenge <laughs> her in. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll say the chessboard's kind of over towards this sofa here. Okay. You guys can sit down yeah. and play a game of chess. Mm. Um, and I think Chiz is going to kind of just go and lounge. He won't take part, but he'll just kind of idly watch and just note this game makes no sense to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, and as you go, is everyone else doing darts? I see you've all moved down towards the, the dartboard. Yeah, uh, yes. I think so. Tyrol um, is... He would like to dart. You see Mariama and, and Strands of Glowing Dawn, they're trying to teach the two Anadi children how to play hoopla and like actually throw the rings towards the, the, the spikes. <laughs> I don't know if those things have an actual word. But the, yeah, the, the toddlers are kind of. One of them picks them up, puts it in their mouth, and just kind of runs around with it as like almost like a chew toy. Uh, and I think the other three who are left are Cora, Noxolo, and Nisi. They uh, just sit down and playing uh, some weird uh, card game, which I don't know if you guys would, would know what it is just by looking at them. But it involves shouting out words occasionally. Um, right. You know what? I, it's Pathfinder Yahtzee. That's a dice. That's with dice, but it's a card like that. version of yeah. that. Yeah, uh, they keep shouting out a weird, some weird. It sounds like made up gibberish because it would be if I had to make it up. Very good. Um. Excellent. Two things I'd like to point out. Yes. Firstly, the quality of the artwork for these people is fantastic. I forget that you can zoom in on the map. They're they're just phenomenally well done. Um, oh, um, really good. Yeah. Secondly. C- 
uh, toddler-sized spiders that you're not allowed to kill are a weird thing to exist in a game. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Let's throw some darts and play some chess. Okay. So, for the darts game, I'm just going to ask everyone to make their best ranged attack roll. Just see how how good you can get. Uh, Actually, we should should do... Darts is... uh, you throw three darts. Maybe we should do three ranged and just see who gets the highest overall. That sounds like a simplified version. That makes, of it. That makes sense to me. Yeah, who would sure. be stepping up first? I will go first. I will show my superiority at throwing thing. Spam us three ranged attack rolls and don't worry about um, multiple attacks for this. Just, just do three of. <laughs> Bullseye on the first attack. one, and now he gets a twenty. There we are. There's a natural twenty with uh, with the dot. Um, <laughs> just going to see if I can pull out a crick card relevant to the dartboard. But, uh, <laughs> it probably won't make I sense. I think in that all. case it's a bullseye. No, it would definitely be a triple twenty, right? <laughs> the target the target can't heal this damage until it has rested at least eight hours. <laughs> I am permanently uh, that is, the no, that, is, that is definitely a triple twenty. Yeah. yeah, that's like the highest score you can get. Yeah. Well, uh, I have dang. too good at. I guess. That's only good. a dice. There's only good dice rolls ahead of the uh, the fortitude save. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Man, if, uh-huh. if only we started this episode with the fort saves and you got that twenty, then. Yeah. yeah. Oh dear. Hey, very Hybram. He claims himself to be the champion here, but he does look very worried, especially with that first throw. That is an amazing roll. In fact, I think after this, he is gonna gonna nudge you out the way and uh, see if he can do <laughs> any better himself. Uh, and uh, he is gonna just roll three times. He does have a slightly higher modifier. Ooh. So this might be a little unfair. Oh, is it? First row, oh. not great. Yes. Oh! Se- oh! <laughs> wow. I didn't even Whoa. get the board on that one. And the final darts. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Uh, so he. Uh, he, he realizes his performance has, has been outbeaten by Weishkol. He's just kind of like, huh. I'm letting you win. Uh, <laughs> we all see that. <laughs> uh, but anyone else who wants to play darts, just yeah, throw us, throw us three lots of. Uh, all right, I I will step up here. Um, this is not Rick Dunn's, uh wheelhouse, but let's go. Hey, that's oh, yeah, pretty good so far. Oh, 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 come on! Yeah, pretty good. That is some outstanding Ooh. collection of rolling for something that I'm not well at. I got a 23, a 20, and a 17 on some... Uh... And I'd like to say you, you've got a plus four to that. So you're 19, 16, 13. Very good rolls on the dice. Mm. Goodness uh, Where were these? Very, very lucky. Ago. I think maybe Ishkol might have just beaten you out with that crit, but you come a very, very close second. Well, actually, maybe we'll see what uh, Terrell gets. Oh, Tyrell will uh, mm. uh, take the darts and then instead of throwing it from the the core, um, as you would normally do in a darts play, he's going to sort of fling it like a throwing oh. knife. Oh, okay. Um, so is your dart going end over end? Oh. Yes. <laughs> Tricky. Ooh, exciting. <laughs> Doesn't really work out from well. Fair, not, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. For an, un, for an unorthodox technique. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That will put you, I, I'd say, in, in third place. I think looking at the roles, I think Ishkol is definitely one. And then Rick. And then Terra. And then I would actually say Hybram comes in last <laughs> out of everyone. <laughs> uh, especially without that major fumble on his second throw. Yeah. He just kind of shrugs it off. 
and he'll just be like, "Yeah, a rematch, anyone?" <laughs> uh, uh, we won't, but we won't roll again. But uh, no, I think you guys have a little bit of fun, and, and, and sometimes people come over and, and join in. I think Mariana comes and shows up a bit with some playing darts, and it kind of rotates throughout the evening. Wolfie and EC mm-hmm. playing a, a chess match. Here. Yes. And can I ask? I think you're expecting this question, but is the chess set made of wood? It is. Yes. It is, yeah. So now I have yeah. now I have an excuse if I lose. He's more preoccupied with looking at the pieces than playing the game. <laughs> you're looking at the the fine craftsmanship yes. of the uh, of the game rather than the actual the actual playing. Yeah. I'm going to ask you something quite similar, mm-hmm. uh, but instead of just a ranged attack roll. Um, what would be the most... No, chess doesn't really have a... Uh... Games law. Yeah, I don't have it. I'm almost tempted to just call for like... Would it be intelligence or wisdom that's better for chess? I'd say both can do it. Yeah. Okay. I'll do wisdom then. Um, if, if wisdom, it should be a higher DC, because if you're doing it intuitively, you're not yeah. going to anticipate mm. your opponent's moves far mm. enough for that intelligence. Yeah, would. that's probably true. I'll do... Uh, my intelligence is plus zero, but... Uh... It's fine. We'll do intelligence. I'll also... Okay, I'll allow a couple things for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you wanted to do like a straight intelligence roll just to see how your actual gameplay is, yeah. you can. If you'd like to try and maybe distract her so that her attention isn't fully in the game, you could probably do like deception or, or, or something just to maybe... Because you're good with words. Like maybe mm-hmm. you could kind of deceive her slightly with, with what you were saying just so she loses a bit of focus in some of the important moments of the game. Yeah. Uh, he... Or maybe just something like like performance could do, just to make a, a show of the game oh. instead of actually being good at the game. Well, he's not really about uh, deception. It's not really his thing. Could he try and put on a mean face to like <laughs> intimidate her? Yeah, you yeah. could try and play uh, like I do not violently. No, but, no, uh, no. Like, I I just meant uh, yeah. not his playing. He do- he does have the feet intimidating glare. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just to, to, yeah, no, I'd, I'd allow that. Yeah. yeah, just to try and put her on her heels even before we begin. Mm. Yeah, he'll be okay. he'll be friendly as they sit down, but then as soon as the first piece moves, he's gonna like eighteen. He's just gonna burp in her face. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the sound I made. Maybe. Well, I just meant, you know, I made this. Uh, Similarly before, but you know, uh, from One Punch Man, when uh, he does the, when he gets his serious face on, especially at the physical tryouts, when he does the side to side jumps, yeah. he has this goofy look, and then he's getting serious. <laughs> it's like his whole face darkens, his features get sharp, and everything. Yeah, I, I rolled her reaction to your intimidate you rolled an 18 yeah. and she rolled a six so <laughs> for the first bit of the game the favor is definitely in your uh, the, the game is definitely in your yeah favor. i just realized i would also allow perception just to sort of seek out oh. a better move yeah sure i should have that should have been a fairly obvious one yeah. but uh, to do do let's do one more roll just to see who concludes the game okay actually no we'll do this in a set of, we'll do this in a set of three as well like the dogs okay uh, so so you co- you get off to a stronger start yeah. for sure uh, and then I'm gonna try the Queen's Gambit. <laughs> I don't know. Ooh. I'll go for the perception this time, then. Yes, that's what she'll be rolling. 22. Oh. oh. Yes! Oh, it's close. It's close. <laughs> you beat your, you rolled a 17, she rolled a 14. Uh, plus 5 each. 
Mm. So you, she, she kind of does a few good plays in the middle, but you manage to just keep a few steps ahead of her, and she's uh, struggling now. She's not got many pieces left. It's, it's looking very much in your favour. Mm. And I think for the ending one, I think maybe this is going to come down to the intelligence, right. just because she has a slightly higher intelligence. Yeah, than you sure. Do. Here we go. Eleven. Got, got, oh. Slightly higher. Oh, yeah! Oh! <laughs> Willie has an intelligence of zero, yes. so we're a flat eleven. She's got a plus three, but she only got a nine in total. Wow. That could have uh, come down to the very close finale. But uh, no, you you checkmate her, and I think it's a way that she didn't even... She wasn't even anticipating. So she looks suddenly very surprised. She's just like, oh. Ooh. Uh, well... And she'll lean over and just shake your hands. Oh. Good, good, good game. Yeah, you too. It was very enjoyable. I thought you had me on several occasions, but, uh, you know, the the combinations are endless, so you never know what's going to happen. Did anyone have any NPCs that they particularly want to talk to, or, or otherwise we can kind of skip fairly over the games and just say you have an enjoyable with somewhat ill evening? Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, one last thing yeah. I will try is to try to entertain the uh, the two child with uh, okay. some uh, alchemical stuff, doing nice color and puff of smoke. Oh, oh cool! Not arsenic. Very cool. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no arsenic. <laughs> I'm trying to entertain. You can make sun rods, right? Which I think they would very much enjoy playing around with. Yes. <laughs> I just don't have any more stuff to do them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Try to put on a small show with the crafting stuff. Yeah, nice. Zenaway, she uh, sorry, Strands of Glowing Dawn, or, or Zenaway is her, I guess, other little shorter name. Yeah, Anadis, they're weird. They have like a very descriptive name, but then they also have a, a normal name as well. So Strands of Glowing Dawn, Zenaway is uh, what she's labeled as, but uh, most people, I guess, would call her a shorter one. Or just. Strands glowing dawn, I guess. Anyway, yeah, she'll she'll uh, look at you, kind of trying to entertain the kids, and she kind of, kind of, you see her relax a bit. It almost feels like these these toddlers are kind of keeping her on edge, especially around so many people. But as you're as you're doing that, she'll just kind of keep an eye on them, make sure they don't cause any any trouble. But she does seem relieved that uh, at least they, someone else is looking after them for for a short while at least. <laughs> I know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, if nobody on another occasion, Rick might be a bit more uh, keen to interact with people. But um, having thought about the possibility of, yeah, you, know, you know how when you're sick, the later you get, it gets the sort of like worse yeah. you feel. Um, she, they're really feeling that. And since somebody did talk about the infirmary uh, and sort of throwing it around in their head, you know, why the hell would you not seek some medical aid? Uh, so, uh, yeah, Rick Darn would would like to do that uh, to find out find out where the infirmary is. I I do think, yeah, uh, just uh, rules wise, I don't think you can do it while sleeping though. So it's not like someone can take care of you while you sleep. I think treat disease. You have to be awake, don't you? Let's have a look. Let's read what Isn't it is. Treat disease like twenty-four hours. <laughs> no, it's eight hours. You spend at least eight hours caring for a diseased creature, so someone else could do it while you're asleep. I think. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I, I was under the yeah, I was under the assumption that at the infirmary somebody would be an NPC would be doing it. 
Mm, um, yes. And, yeah. and and really it's more of a role-playing decision than it, um, if I get a bonus out of it because they happen to roll well and they're whatever, that's cool. Um, but actually this is, you know, Rick is smart and when you're a crook, you have people that know how to take care of you and healing is really respected in the orc culture that they grew up in. It's you know, healing performance and killing demons are basically the three things that her people uh, sorry, their people uh, rank as valuable skills in society. And so Rick has a strong regard for healers and an understanding of what they can do. So, yeah, this is really a role-playing decision, and I don't care if I get a bonus uh, for it or not, mm-hmm. um, but that's what they're going to do. Teril will not. Teril will go and collapse on the bed. Yeah, willing to. But with their little spell scheme pet. It's called Frost and Alchemy. So it just, uh, it's just Rick seeking out the infirmary? Seems so. Uh, so yes, everyone can, can crash and kind of after the game's night, uh, or maybe probably before it finishes, just, just so you know, you're not feeling great, and uh, head on out. And uh, if Rick, you head up to, to one of them, probably PC, and just ask about the infirmary, if they mention it. You say, uh, yes, yeah, if you head uh, across the campus to, to Warden House, uh, there's uh, usually someone there who, who will be able to, to treat any, any wounds or diseases that you may have. Fantastic. Thank, thank you, AC. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just feel terrible um, amongst, uh, I don't know if you know my culture, but um, I've been brought up to revere healers uh, and really respect their abilities I've seen amazing things done without the use of any magic at all so uh, I feel terrible uh, and I'm, I'm just wanting I just want to get seen so uh, thank you and it sort of turns and goes into the night okay uh, in that case yes uh, the the warden house is uh, one of the, the central rings of uh, you've got uh, two rings in the Megambi. You've got the, the central ring, which is more where the teachers and the offices and the, the important buildings are, like the library and uh, some big, the archives and everything. Um, and then the out, outer ring is more for more for the students' buildings, so like uh, labs and classrooms and dorms and dining halls and everything. So yeah, the, the inside ring is more where the, the teachers will live and hang out and study and prepare, and, and then the outer ones are uh, more, I guess it's split into like lecture halls in the middle and like accommodation and, and facilities outside but yeah the warden house is uh, in, in the middle uh, fairly close to that actually the storage barn where you've been to, to quite oh, often good. Uh, it's, it's labelled on the map um, so you, you'll be able to, to find your way there okay um, I assume uh, just, are there lights on in the building yes yes it's uh, it, it's probably one of the ones that uh, is open the most for mm. the day great Okay, uh, if it looks like the place you just kind of walk into and look for somebody, uh, that's what I'll do. And you, you head in, you can ask, there'll be someone kind of uh, hanging around to you can ask to see you the infirmary, and I'll just very quickly point you to down a, a very short corridor and into a large, uh, well, yeah, in, infirmary-like room. There'll be uh, some, some beds, not like classic hospital beds, but probably quite similar to the ones that are in, in your dorms, actually, like a, a wooden base and then some sort of mattress on top and... Uh, and glass cabinets with, with a whole bunch of medicinal supplies and uh, bandages and, and some antiplagues and antidotes and things. But uh, yeah, there is a half-elf uh, Mwangi woman in here who looks up as you, you approach and says, oh, oh, can I 
Do you need some some healing? Do you, do you need any any help? You do look quite pale. Uh, yes, hello. Um, my name is Rick. I'm a, a new student. So I was uh, doing one of my one of our perquisite tasks today, and we came in contact with a, a mushroom creature outside of the city. Um, and it it it's uh, cast this burst of spores uh, all around me, and I breathed it in, and, and I just I just feel terrible. And, Frankly, I, I don't know if there's anything you could do to help, though. But uh, here I am. Here I am. I feel like I could really use it. Really use a good night's rest. Oh, of course. Uh, take a take a take a bed. Get get comfortable. Uh, I'll see what I can do. Thank and, you. Uh, and yeah, you can pick up bed. Yep. She'll uh, see. She'll basically say, "Oh, uh, it's." Try try and get some some rest. I'll uh, I'll treat this uh, this disease you said it seems to be a disease. Uh, I'll see what I can do. Uh, see if you feel better in the morning. Thank you. So Thank she you. will she'll take eight hours while while you're sleeping to try and do a, an overnight treat disease with, with some healer stores. Fantastic. They have rolled for her. She got a success, not a crit success, and not a crit failure. So you are gonna get. A plus two circumstance bonus to your next saving throw, which doesn't stack with the anti-plague you've got. So I believe you are. I think didn't we say wasn't the anti-plague the item bonus? Yes. So yeah. it will stack. So it does stack. Mm. Two different bonus oh, types. Sorry. Yeah. I, no, I know that's what I meant. I said ah. it. Ah. Uh, it, it, it won't clash. I clash. guess. Ah. So it will. It will stack. Sorry. So I believe that gives you a plus nine. That would be correct. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. So from what I'm seeing. You and Ishko have a plus nine. Wolfie has a plus eight, and Terrell has a plus seven. Does that sound wrong to anyone? It does not sound wrong no, to me. Sounds good. Sounds, sounds correct. About right. So time has come. So everyone sleeps. Everyone. I, no, no one wakes up in the middle of the night, but it, it's not like a comfortable sleep. You know, you know when you sleep with like a cold and it's just like all sweaty, groggy feeling. Yeah, yeah sweating a lot. It's ugh. fever dreams. Yeah, yeah, there'll be some weird mushroom fever dreams. Mushroom uh, dream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not not great, but uh, you uh, wake up and uh, and we we decided between the entire group that we were going to do the disease at the the beginning of the next day. So, how do we want to do this? Is some, does someone want to bite the bullet and roll first, or is everyone oh, going to roll? Ishkol, twenty-five for Ishkol. Wow! Oh, nice! Jumped in there quick with a big roll. Oh, oh no! Shit. Hang on, hang on. Let's go one at a time because you do have hero points to, yeah. to do. Okay. Uh, so, first of all, Ishkol, you wake up and you feel. Very, very. You feel nice. You, you wake up. It's, it's just nice. The, the, there's, there's a, there's sunshine streaming in through the windows of the slide door. There's no, no rain today. <laughs> just like, in a good mood. You had a, a, a good time. You won darts. Everything feels, you know, yeah, good. You don't think you've managed to just kind of shrug off this, this disease entirely. So, at least we'll have one uh, PC staying alive. <laughs> I will say, Terrell, a 10 is a failure, but not a critical failure. Well, actually, I think well, that's it's a 12. Oh, it's a 12. Sorry, yes, you it's get a an 12. extra plus 2. 
Uh, it's, that, it's, it doesn't change it. That is still a, a I feel. I feel like I want to risk it. I'm going to throw it. I'm going to cash in that hero point. Oh, if this is a nat one, success. come on. No. Oh, thank God. Oh, yeah. It's a 21 in total. That is... Made it from a 12 to a 21. Again, you... Okay, so you wake up and you feel really gross. You feel like you haven't struggled up again. And you, you, you do that thing where you're just like, uh, just like 10 more minutes of sleep. Uh, and amazingly, that 10 minutes extra sleep <laughs> helps out entirely. <laughs> uh, you manage to, to... You wake up and you, you're like, yeah, I needed a bit extra rest. And, and you do wake up feeling feeling good. Feeling fine. Um, I will mark down that you did use a hero point just in case it comes in relevant for the rest of this Ooh. session. But uh, so far, people have shrugged it off. Now it's uh, Rick or Willie left to do. You want to go or should I? Go on. I'll, <laughs> right. I'll bring up the rear. I'll bring up the rear. Uh, I'm legitimately nervous right now. Yeah. <laughs> it is. This is worrying. And this I is, have uh, added the. Uh, item bonus to my save so this save is Mm. what I get and you're in a worse position than we are I think you crit failed the initial one no 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 I I re-rolled it so I I just failed it everyone is just stage one at the moment Oh yeah, I and actually, about b- the before these, before this hits the airwaves, uh, I just want to point out that diseases are no fucking joke in this no. game. There are mm-hmm. low level oh, shit that bad. will outright kill you with like yeah. one fail and a crit fail, and this could mm-hmm. be one of them. I've got no freaking idea. This yeah. is this is hard ass shit. So yeah. come on, Anar, no fucking pressure. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you've just multiplied the pressure oh, yeah. at least oh, double yeah. with, with that speech. Yeah, I uh, think that's called a performance <laughs> check. <laughs> roll, 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 oh, the dice. On, roll the dice. Come on, We're waiting. I don't come on, press it. come on. Come on. Twenty-five. Oh, oh yeah. amazing! Thank God. Best one yet. Best one yet. I was going uh, the no, no, again. Call got a twenty-five as well. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. You again. Wake up. You're you. You're, you're fine. You're you, you're like oh man. I don't know what. I'm so worried. Oh my about. God. This stupefying <laughs> condition is going straight it's in gone. the trash. Oh, it's gone. And now for the one who actually sought out more more help with this. Yeah. And now that that now that pressure's on me, um, I think we've had good rolls in a row. Yeah, we have. Um, Einar, during our intervening period, and some friends, I believe, mathsed out um, chances of survival mm-hmm. or chances of winning based on hero points and modifiers. Yes. Um, and frankly, the chances of actually you know get going really bad were really low. But you know what? Mm. The odds and odds happen, and this is a dice-based game. Don't trust the odds in, in Pathfinder, especially the odds e- don't mean exactly. Anything. Yeah, <laughs> is this an early eulogy for your character? Or are you going to roll those dice? <laughs> I'm just going to say that before you roll the first one, uh, the percentages were like two percentage points better if you use the hero point, even if it's only a fail. If you don't save it for uh, for stage two. Ah, right. So yeah. early, early so on is better. Don't do what dramatically. I did. Yes. Right. Okay. So I don't know how to add a bonus to my save. So I have a four-point increase on what I roll here. So here goes the first one. Oh, oh! <laughs> Two on the dice. That is not what wow. we want to see at all. Okay. That's an eleven in total. That's a total of eleven in total. So that is a that is a normal a, fail. Normal failure. Fail. We don't want a normal failure. Normal failure. 
By the way, means you move to the next stage of the disease, which will be possibly, I don't know, could be damage, could be additional stupefied value, which would just be awful. Um, Okay. Could be both. It could be both. Could be be death. Could easily be both. Um, And additional shit. We... We did we did take some damage just in stage one as well, right? Yeah. And we were stupefied. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I am going to use the hero point, and oh. I'm going to click okay. the fortitude stave, still with a plus four bonus. Well, at least you know... Oh. Yes! There we go. Good yes. teacher! Yes! I was going to say, there's only a 5% chance that you could roll worse. So. Yeah. Yes. yes. 26. 26 in 26. total. Yeah. That in might fact. even hit the crit success if it's relevant. No. No. No? Oh, okay. The DC... I'll tell you, you know, the DC was an 18. Oh, 18, okay. Really hard. For yeah, one, I, I uh, think you told us, because I rolled a 17 on my initial save, and I thought oh, it was yes. a success. Yeah. But you were like, no, no, no. <laughs> okay. You, uh, Rick, you wake up, you are in this uh, half-elf, who is called Sue, by the way. Uh, Sue's infirmary. Sue, so, uh, that's, that's my mum's name. Oh, oh, really? Real, uh, real world. <laughs> this, this one is this one is spelt without an e. It's just S U. Okay. Well, so she's supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! First edition. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Um, well, maybe she is if she managed to heal Rick that that well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You wait. Absolutely. She's done, she's done wonders. You feel absolutely twenty six and forty six. Yeah. I don't know what we were all so worried about for weeks. Uh, oh. I will point out this is. A, this is one of those things that has death at stage three. Uh, oh. I can say that now. We, we all succeeded <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is one of those really? ones that kills what your stage, stage three. Two? So anyone did... What was stage I, two? I, okay, I, I can say this now. This is purple pox, because I don't think this is going to come up again. Uh-huh. Um, stage two is 46 poison damage. That could kill me as well. 46. Stupefied three. Oh. And you're compelled to seek out the nearest mycelloid colony. <laughs> Which, as we know, they they eat human flesh anyway. Mm. So, so stage two was probably just as bad as death. Um, that was a really horrible disease at first level, but yeah. uh, you guys managed to, that's, that's to overcome wild. it. And uh, Rick, you wake up, and, uh, and and also because you were, you did have the the emotion effect that you were kind of nice towards these creatures. You couldn't take hostile actions against them. Mm. When this uh, disease is cured, that that goes. You you hate this thing again. This thing was the the worst thing. You, You've met. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, oh, you know what? Dear. You guys got very lucky. There were two risky hero points there. Because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. if you hero point onto a one, that's that's done. Yeah. Stick if, with yeah. That. If, if you go down a, to so, yeah. stage two and you don't have a hero point, you're, uh, yeah, then your chances are pretty low. That's my uh, Valentine's Day gift to all of my players. You, you're alive. I uh, genuinely think that if we'd been on stage two, we'd have just walked out of the city and never been seen again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. I was, uh, yeah. Who's, who's going to stop us? We walked out of the city all the time in the past mm-hmm. few days. Like, they were going, oh, they're just on their way yeah. again. No, Nothing to worry about there. Just go, yeah. Very bad. It's Toyo's Day. Is it Toyo's Day? Or is that Tuesday? I don't know. It's Fantasy Thursday. <laughs> oh, toil, toil Day is Tuesday. This is Oath Day. The one that doesn't actually sound like the real day at all. It's Oath Day! Oh. 
you will wake up, you will feel good. Yes. Rick spent the night in the infirmary and could wake up fairly early and I guess uh, wander back across. And the campus is, is nice today. It's actually a nice day in, in Nantambu. There's no rain. Um, there's a little bit of cloud cover, but actually the sun is shining. And, uh, and there's lots of like uh, forest uh, birds out tweeting songs uh, across the campus. Students who have woken up early and are, are rushing around kind of get into, into classes and just, uh, you know, some of them just sitting on the front of dormitories as you wander past, some of them just chilling at the bases of trees. It's, it's a nice, nice, nice day to be alive. <laughs> yeah. And most Wally has, has such a newfound appreciation. Yeah, for just... Beautiful weather. For the Pug One Piece, right? No. Because they weren't as bad as the, uh, <laughs> as the Yeah, yeah. He definitely loves Pug One Piece more than Mycelloids. Sure. Tarul will, after the reapplication of his woad, will re- just return to the entrance to the Spire Dormitory, ready for the next task. He is he's a man of action. He wants stuff to do. So you can take your, your hour of prep. Uh, if anyone needs to, to make any any alchemical items or prepare any spells mm-hmm. for the day, uh, you can do that after your your cured. And uh, during you know, the early morning waking up ritual, you get breakfast as, as part of it. Um, in fact, I think I think Sue, as you're leaving, gives you a, a little muffin uh, just as you're leaving the infirmary to say, "Ah, oh, yes, eat, eat this. This will uh, give you uh, give you your strength back from, uh, from that horrible disease." But the rest of you, you can go to, to the dining hall get it. Breakfast, nice uh, fry up. Or, <laughs> I mean, they'd, they'd have bacon in, in Parfio. There's pigs around. You can have bacon and, and some uh, uh, selection of. They wouldn't have baked beans, so they'd have uh, like some more exotic beans, black-eyed beans, black yeah. beans. Mm, I can, yeah, cannolis, <laughs> magical beans. I can totally picture the scene when uh, Wooly and uh, Rick meet up or like cross paths. How uh, Wooly's nostrils start flaring. He's like. <laughs> Is that a blueberry muffin? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was two. <laughs> what? Uh, I tell you what, no. Sue. Uh, <clears throat> Sue over at the infirmary. She is. She's got one hell of a talent. I feel great today. How are you doing, Wally? Yeah, I'm. I'm awesome. I'm, I haven't felt this great in two days. <laughs> <laughs> wow that's almost the entirety of your known history oh, yes yes all right well i wonder what we're going to be set today mm-hmm. i'm excited as am i let's find out so you guys once you've eaten and you've prepared your, your daily spells and, and items and everything and head back out to the front of the spy dormitory where you've been every day so far this week uh, you're almost almost through and waiting for you out the front today is Ignacy, the uh, the very sort of smartly dressed, uh, paler uh, human male. Uh, you've met him a, a couple times. Uh, you've really interacted with, with him a lot. Uh, and with with him is strands of glowing. Oh, arm. just ignore the big pile left over from the party. <laughs> I'll move at some point. <laughs> Only two skulls left. <laughs> Emerald bows. And yeah, Uz- exactly. Right. Oh, yes, so. uh, good, good good morning, Ignacy says he smiles at you. Uh oh you, you all look very well. Uh, that, that night's rest must have done wonders for you. Oh yes. 
Oh, as you no doubt have gathered, we're here to task you your assignment for today. Uh, our ever thoughtful colleague, Easy, suggested that each of us petitioning to join the five different branches take turns in requesting your assistance. Uh, Strands of Glowing Dawn and I are hoping to become parts of the Emerald Spells. Our field of study is the world as it is. We study the communities and people and, and events of the present day. There are some people who feel that simple observation and investigation make us the Magambius spies, but uh, we think that misses the point entirely. Uh, these are the, the people watchers, basically. Uh, the general present community sort of, sort of side of things. It's just a uh, bonus. He having spies. Reaches down to, yeah, does. He reaches down to the floor where there is a, a basket, a, a wicker basket. Holds it up and says, Today I'd like you to help us deliver the mail. Well, <laughs> and uh, he opens the basket up, and it's full of little parcels and, and letters in it. <laughs> okay, uh, you know it's it's not a it's not a flashy task, but it's vitally important to the members of the local communities. And uh, after your day yesterday, it seems like you uh, you need something to keep yourselves healthy. <laughs> they, did they lower the difficulty of the task? <laughs> <laughs> It's like make boring oil conduct a new ritual of it's not been tested before. Oh, maybe these guys should just deliver. Them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, uh, you guys almost died. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd be thankful for, for this. Uh, there, are, uh, if you if you have uh, if you find you have time to listen, people are often very willing to share news with those engaged in, in crucial public service. Mm. So this uh, get you a footing in, in that tambu. Does anyway uh, strands of or glowing dawn uh, ads. Uh, well, uh, many recipients are actually far outside Nantabu, so I have uh, rented you some transport for the day. Oh. Uh, but she also has some large silken, silken-like spiderweb-like sacks that, that are bulging. And she hands those over. So I've also packed you snacks for your trip and, and some hot coffee and, and spare umbrellas and and fresh socks and and muscle balm. And she's kind of rifling through the stacks, uh, the sacks and. And stops and she pulls out the little toy elephant that's covered in some sticky spiderweb. And she's like, oh, oh, no, this is one of my children must have, uh, must have helped pack this. <laughs> any, anyway, follow, follow me around here and, and she'll, uh, wander off to the side of, of the spider or tree over towards one of these spires uh, where you now notice are four large in size birds that, are. Uh, Kind of the the weird magical equivalent of emus. Ah. These are oh my god. These are called Chocobos. elephant birds. They are large in size, and I have a for you guys. I have a, a picture of. Oh, oh my god! Look at that thing. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, that uh, is. It looks pretty vicious. Yeah. Um, but a, a golden sort of feathered emu with uh, fairly colourful feathers on its around its eyes in particular, uh, and some big. I can see it's why it's called elephant birds because the the, the, the feet of it almost do look like, like uh, less of bird feet and more like elephant style feet. Yeah, the, their um, bodies looked like they ought to have another set of legs. They were quite, uh, yes, quite yes. thick yeah. looking creatures. So it's like imagine a super buff ostrich. Mm-hmm. Um, super buff ostrich yeah. is a good yeah. word, uh, but <laughs> magical and yeah. feathered and colourful. And, uh, they are. She will let you know. They are flightless, uh, but they are used to being ridden as mounts in, uh, in the Gambia. Uh, sorry, in the Mwangi. M- Too many Englands. 
it, she will take time to give you the gist of riding them. But she does say it's, it's simple. Uh, even if you, you've never ridden one before, you'll, you'll get that the hang of it quick. Ah. So you have a wicker basket full of envelopes and letters and parcels. You've got a few sacks of supplies. So there's some food, coffee, some muscle balm if you do get sore throughout the day. And some fresh socks and umbrellas. Fantastic. Well, oh. this is an interesting thing. This is a case of art imitating life. My actual profession, when I'm not doing unpaid role-playing, uh, is I'm a courier. I deliver things. Sometimes mail, <laughs> sometimes little parcels. Um, so this is fun. How exciting. So I guess the first thing that I'd need to do in my day, and the first thing that uh, Rick Dunn thinks we need to do is have a look at all these uh, items that we have and compare them to our knowledge of where we need to go and make a plan. How are we going to go about it? So how many did you say we had? Like a couple of dozen things. Uh, there's two dozen in here. There's 24. Right. Almost like an advent. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, luckily we're playing this in, in February, not December. So, uh, <laughs> advent calendars are way past us. I will tell you now, the weather makes it feel like it's December. <laughs> <laughs> can't date this now. We've planned out a schedule for the podcast. We can't let people know how far behind we are. <laughs> It'll change. Um, well, sooner or later, we'll have three weeks when we can't record and we'll all be shitting our pants. <laughs> <laughs> February is a uh, always cold, I would yeah. say. But uh, Willie's gonna glance down at Ishkal if he notices that the birds are getting nervous as he approaches. <laughs> yes, do the bird are liking as usual. <laughs> and he's gonna say, are, are you gonna be okay? Probably not. The, uh, the, the, the feat that you have, the uh, it's to do with your, your heritage, right? Your Folk heritage. Uh, it doesn't make them hostile. It just makes them unfriendly. So this is going to be the same as like, uh, like riding a horse that doesn't really care too much. It might make it a particularly bumpy ride, but it's not going to try and throw you off it or anything. Or just any camel. <laughs> or just any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's as long as they don't spit in my face. <laughs> uh, as long as you don't make his attitude any worse. So, Rick, you can empty out some of them onto the the ground. is kind of nice and dry, especially on the on the mosaic steps of the the spider. Good, and start sorting through through them, uh, and you can sort them into, I'd say, into five piles of different addresses and, and types of things. You've got a pile of eleven, which are going to be uh, the straightforward pile, and they have the addresses written nicely. You may have to research a little bit into where the streets are, but they're not going to cause too much issue. All right. Good, good. You then have a pile of, of five where the directions are written in a handwriting that is so terrible, you can't read what they say at first glance. <laughs> uh, you you maybe make out a couple numbers and maybe some letters, but the, the scrawled addresses on these is, is atrocious. Uh, so you, you kind of think maybe maybe they're going to be ones we might have to just ask around and see if people know what they say. <laughs> may may take a little bit of time with those. You then have four, which, and I I mean I assume that the the uh, Pathfinder World of Galarian has addresses similar to us where they have roads and numbers. It seems that some people don't use that, and instead they have 
very descriptive addresses, uh, almost like you're like following like ins- instructions or, or like geocaching or, or something. And we're talking about ones where they're like, oh, you know, they live on the corner of the canal near that big mural, but they don't actually give you a road or an address or a house number or anything. Oh. <laughs> One of them, if you want to read it, says, that woman who lives by the pond who makes those delicious apple pies. <laughs> Stuff like that. Really unhelpful addresses. <laughs> I think you'll find that's very precise. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, I'm going to add to what uh, Jeremy said earlier about art imitating life, because my dad sent me a letter that said, uh, <laughs> long hill up close to gate. And it arrived. I got the letter. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's, uh, that's He gave the city and stuff, but you know, that's basically what it said. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, don't cool. provide any more information no. than that for your <laughs> own safety. <laughs> okay. Uh, all these things that Dylan has brought up, uh, difficulties with deliveries, are... 100% real world things people <laughs> if you want your shit to get where you want it to get to write a fucking clear address okay that's personal life advice from Jeremy you're welcome so three of the uh, the letters you notice are delivered to gods oh uh, you've got one to, to Gozra you've got one to Nephis and you've got one to Masluda uh, and yeah just delivered to the gods well, we'll bring them to the church. So, so is that free to the gods? Three different gods, yes. And that leaves one left. Yeah. And then the, the final one is addressed to the Gambian parcel deliverers. <laughs> That's us! Yeah. <laughs> That's you, yes. Okay. We'll do that one last. <laughs> you do that one last, okay. Okay, I want to back, backtrack. <laughs> I want to backtrack. What was... I've heard of Nithis, and I've heard of Gosra. I'm not familiar with the god. What Mesluda? Mez, Mez did you say? Mesluda. I don't I know believe, that unless I'm entirely butchering that uh, that pronunciation. Okay. It's a it's a it's a Mwangi specific oh. god. It was in the the uh, Mwangi expanse book, and it was in I believe. Oh yes. Not much about it, but it was in the, the Gods of Magic. Oh. But uh, it is... Actually, roll a religion check. Hey, Why shit. not? We'll Why do not? this in character. Oh, can Absolutely. I do it too? Religion. I have a zero modifier. Here comes the roll. Yeah, if anyone wants to roll a religion, oh, we've got to say... <laughs> hey, oh, Wally. Wally. And it's Wally my Chris. best Wally knows skill. his gods. Wally does know his, uh, his, his gods. Did you have a copy of the Morgan Expanse handy? Because I'll just point you to the... Yeah, uh, I do. <laughs> <you> to the... <laughs> You turn to page 140. You know, you know all the information. Uh, hey, now stands up from his chair, walks two steps across the room, grabs a book. There we go. <laughs> Amazing. Page 140 in the in the Mwangi Express book for Pathfinder. But you know they are the uh, they're known as the Mother of Hearth oh. and Wall, uh, and they oh, are. It's a big snake. It is a big snake. Oh. Yes, uh, they are the uh, Imperial Lord of Stewardship, Community, and Snakes, oh. because those three things go very well. Oh together. yeah. Community and hundred percent, yes. um, but she's sort of a, a, a diplomatic goddess of, of like negotiations and, and treaties, uh, but also yeah, yeah, communities and, and snakes. She's often depicted as a giant serpent, the mane of eggs and fresh figs, <laughs> uh, which is exactly the picture yeah. that uh, that we're looking at here. It's uh, just a big snake with a uh, beautiful white hair with figs occasionally in it. Yeah. It's a, an odd image, but uh, but yes, that's uh, what she's depicted as. Can I uh, 
Would I be able to tell if there were temples to Ghostray and Ethis and Masluda close by with that role? Well, um, if you wanted to... How did you want to go about doing it? Do you want to tackle a pile each time of these letters? Because you've divided them into fairly, like, five piles. You've got simple, unreadable, gods, descriptive addresses, I guess, and then the last letter to you guys. If you wanted to try and do the, the, the god ones first. I think, yeah, the god ones and the easy ones, yeah. I think. Because the gods should go to, go to the yeah. temples, which is through the mm-hmm. front door, right? That's how yeah, gods yeah, work. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right, Greg. But before we leave, we should open the one addressed to us. No, we should do that last. That's a reward. A reward? Or it might be really? instruction to we something can't. special. Yeah. yeah. It's, it might be a challenge. I'm, I'm, with, I'm with Kevin. We should find out what that is before we go anywhere. Okay, since there's two against two, should we have a roll off? <laughs> <laughs> Rollies! Hey, <laughs> uh, now do you want to take? Do you want to just roll a d20? Sure. Oh, do we win? Oh, uh, eighteen. <laughs> I'm on fire today. Ah, uh, what was yes. the vote for for you two? You were the god ones, right? Uh, no, we were. Uh, no, there was a, open the package at the end or the yeah. start. Yeah, fine. That's going last then. So, so what one? You're opening it yes. last. Okay. Yep. Cool. So the, the free address to gods, they do come with some instructions. It's not just delivered address to the gods. But uh, for, for the one for, for uh, Maslida, you do know that there is a there is a, a shrine to them in Nantambu. So you, you, you probably know where it is. You've probably seen it wandering, wandering around the streets. Yeah. So the first letter addressed to, to Gozra, who is the deity of wind and weather, uh, and general greedy sort of stuff. Um, requests that the letter is attached to a kite and flown high in the air and then cut free. Oh, oh that's okay. very cool. <laughs> okay. Excellent. The second one explains this is addressed to Nephis. Mm-hmm. They explain that five different spells must be cast upon it at once. Oh, five? To get it to, to Nephis. Greg's looking, Greg's looking more and more confused at how these are going to reach the gods, or, or just why. But uh, There's just four of us. If you want to reach, the, get the gods' attention, you've got to do some weird things. Uh, and and Masnida implies that, uh, or has instructions that the enclosed mes- message within the envelope has to be transcribed onto an egg, which is then fed to a snake. Oh, that's great. How cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mixed reactions to these instructions. Greg's like, "Yeah, these are great." <laughs> Greg's just I like, <laughs> I so we're trying to work out logistically the problem. Uh, the um, the Nephis one. It was the five spells. One. Terrell doesn't have a spell that can target anything else. All right. <laughs> so that's so we're down two. We're down one. What cantrip were you? I don't given, know if uh, and that symbol shield. Oh, okay. Shield, yeah. <laughs> I cannot target an object either. So we're down to. Oh wait, no, you can. You've got hand of the mage. I oh, guess yeah. I have also you can, that. You can drench it in magic. Well, don't forget, you are in a we're, in a magic school. We, have, it's not we will just have to. We will have to recruit some <laughs> yes. assistance. Yes. Mm. Yes. The snake one may also be a challenge. I can cast two spells in a round. Yeah, but you can't. It has to be at once. At Five at, at once. once. So, yeah. Mm. yeah. Tricky. Okay. All right. Um, 
So, uh, should we do... Do you, know, uh, do you know what's pretty easy to do? And we're at home right now, so we've probably got stuff. Because I doubt anyone has kite written on their character sheet. Is make a kite. <laughs> we can make a kite and fly this up in the air and cut it free. And there's cross one off right away. Yeah, thanks, Gotra. Well, should we maybe try and gather people up to do these spells before they start leaving for the day? Yeah, let's just grab everyone here and go like, can you cast a spell? Can you yeah. cast a spell? <laughs> sure. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, would you mind um, casting Magic Missile on this bit of paper for me? <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait until yeah. we can have like four people yeah. at the same time. So just hold that, hold it. All right. Uh, I'm one of them. Well, we have Ignacy and Strands that are still there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Or did they will leave us already? Uh, no, they're, they're also here. If you haven't, if, I imagine you're doing this before you even like leave the, the door. Yeah, yeah. So Wooly can cast a spell. Mm-hmm. I can cast Mage, and so I can cast a spell. And I can also cast one. So there's three. Um, would you, uh, Ignacy? Um, it's Sinway. Um, would you mind helping us out with this one? We need a, a couple of extra spells at one time. Uh, to get this to get this letter off to off to Nethus. Yes, uh, Ignacy is uh, is able to, to cast the book. Uh, actually, I, I mean they they attend a magic school. I'm sure uh, to be able to. Help. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they they, they said that they're, they're both willing to help. Fantastic, yeah. that's great. So put I don't know what spells people are planning to cast. So we'll put that down in a this letter down uh, in a safe space and step back and uh, we'll okay everyone we'll do a, a three two one and. Unleash your magic upon this letter and send it on its way to Nithis. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you're standing in a, in a circle around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I at once. Wh- what's everyone casting? <laughs> I only uh, have attack spells, so nobody stand opposite me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can hold the letter in the air with mage since does it's already oh, That's brilliant. Yeah. I love it. All right. So you lift it up and we smash it. For the purpose of this, I know there are spells that target specifically creatures. Um, but for, for this, I'd say, yeah. Attack spells, I think, are usually just against creatures, but yeah. you can count that. Well, it's going to leave a permanent mark since it's not a living creature, but Woolly's going to cast Sigil. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so the, air, the, the the letter is lifted up into the air uh, by the Mage Hand. Uh, is the Sigil visible? Or it can be. Is when it you're can be. It doesn't, you can, with an interact action, you can change from visible to invisible. And that how are you putting it on? Are you making it visible? Yes, uh, and that's basically because he he cast that uh, on his door to his room, and when it when it's visible, it means he's home. Oh, oh nice. very good. Um, I, Rick Dunn will contribute uh, arcs of electricity uh, shoot out from each hand and sort of. Uh, the paper is in the middle of it, uh, being held in the air, and the sigil is starting to is starting to well, the whole paper is starting to burn, and we'll see what the other two do. Ignacy and <laughs> I'm guessing that's a electric. That's arc. right. Nice. Uh, strands of glowing dawn. She uh, quickly uh, moves her hands around and shouts out some magical word and some uh, ephemeral. Like spider web sort of almost a spider spider man style shoots out from her hands and, and grabs her onto this uh onto this 
uh, envelope that's floating in the air in front of her and then sort of tethers her to, to this envelope uh, with, a, with a strand of glowing dawn, I guess. Hey. <laughs> and then Ignacy uh, produces flame. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, very, very, very quickly. Sick. Also, I think, along with Rick Duncan, probably destroys most of this letter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I avoided that one specifically because I thought you might make me make an attack roll. Um, <laughs> so I used the electric arc. But yes. Who knows if uh, destroying the letter will even get it to an efforts. Well, who does know? I don't know. It's just with the gods now. It's with the gods. Alright. <laughs> uh, I believe it's now time to uh, to make a kite. Yes. Um, Ishko. I might I, be able to craft one. I think that you and I should have a kite crafting race. Anyone else want in on this? <laughs> I'm so glad you guys are making this fun. I thought delivering letters would be boring. Maybe me and uh, Tarul can try and find an egg in the meantime. And a snake. Yes. Yeah, and a good snake. idea. Yeah. Well, I guess Dieter ought to add one. You could ask him. Yeah. <laughs> I think it needs to be a religious snake. Um, I think that's a trip to the temple, by the sounds of it. Yeah, maybe maybe the shrine has a snake statue that we can just put the egg in. It's maybe it's got like a yeah, maybe it's got like a mail delivery system ready, like a series of eggs, one hungry <laughs> yeah. snake. Let's change yeah. that every now and then. All right. In any case, let's let's, let's ride. <laughs> I would like to try and craft a um craft a kite. So. Uh, just from materials that are at hand, so let's send a thing through. Oh, that's a roll of an eight. I'm pretty sure my kite is not going to fly. <laughs> Looks pretty feeble. You're missing a very important part of the kite, which is the string. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you, yes. you make a pretty good kite-shaped bit of fabric or whatever, but uh, it's not going to fly. No. Yeah. Ah, damn it. Uh, um, anybody else? Someone, can someone give me a hand? Oh, look. It's, hello. It's cold. <laughs> Manages to manages to craft one perfectly. Uh, yes, and uh, I think uh, Terul and Wooly takes off towards the kitchen to see if we can find an egg. We'll grab one of those elephant birds a piece, and we'll trundle off. Where are you guys heading out to? The kitchen. Oh, I was thinking we'd go straight to oh, the temple. But we we need it. We need an egg. This is true. I was probably presuming that the temple would actually be accommodating to its worshippers, wishing to communicate with its god. But I, you are quite right. We probably should have an yes. egg first. Can't hurt. Mm. Yes. Preferably with shell on, given you need to write the letter on it. It seems. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So you guys are going to take care of that. Well, we'll ask for one, we'll get like one hard-boiled egg. Well, <laughs> well, this while you guys are getting your birds and, and strut through the the campus towards the kitchen. Ishko, you have successfully crafted a kite, but can you get it into the air? Is the question. Oh. I'd imagine thievery would make sense for trying to get it up into the air, just to see if you can kind of tug at the string or, or work. Yeah. I will go with that. Okay, well, let's I'll go. Have a go after you uh, see how you go. I will show my end the nest with a 15. So you're running around outside the, the campus. Uh, you uh, managed to. Get it, get it, a little bit, tug on, tug on the string, give it a, it gets off the ground a, a tiny bit, but uh, I don't think you managed to catch it in the, in the wind with that. No, very close, but not, not quite there. It kind of comes back down to the ground. Hmm. Yeah, perhaps I could try a different method if, uh, if you don't mind. Um, Maybe. 
Is this athletics? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just going to try and grab it and run <laughs> real hard. Sky. Yeah. Well, if this is no, this is absolutely no guarantee. If a fifteen didn't cut it, I mean, I have a, I have a plus seven to the roll, but um, oh, I will try and get the kite on a short bit of string and just run really fast, which is, I assume, what athletics mm-hmm. is doing, <laughs> rather than using any kind of yeah, skill. Yeah, probably. Let's have a whirl. Let's throw the number in there. Oh, I've only got a thirteen. I just ah. Uh, is there anything um, preventing us from just keeping on trying? I mean, we, uh, is the kite's not... No, you right. should just use the bird. Just time, I guess. I mean, uh, I think some of your, your uh, dorm mates have gathered to watch you riding around outside <laughs> the club, so maybe, em- maybe embarrassment is stopping you embarrassment. from trying. But other than that, okay. really. If we're people looking on, can I try to go through acrobatic to make something more fancy? <laughs> what do you mean, what, acrobatics to... Get it in the air, or yeah, try to like do something uh, fancy sure. get in there, run up the yeah. wall, or something. Okay, sure, do it like a like a cartwheel and fling it in the air <laughs> at the end of it or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's go for it. All right, you're up. <laughs> cartwheel, let's go. Oh, it's getting better. We are. It's getting slightly better. Chizer and Hybrim have now come out, and they both have like a <laughs> coffee uh, in like a, a little. You know, takeaway cup, <laughs> and they're they're just standing, just watching, uh, and and kind of laughing slightly. You are very very close to the DC, okay. but uh, it must be it must be my turn again. It must be my turn again. I think at this point it has become a little bit of a competition. Before I yeah. try, I will cast aid on him. Oh, okay. Casting aid on yes, the ah. cantrip I won. No, that's guide oh, guidance. Oh yes, yeah. guidance. guidance. Oh, okay, great, nice. Okay, so a wee plus one. Well, having a additional plus one on this check yep. uh rick down grits their teeth and squares their jaw and is does not like to be embarrassed uh which they are feeling particularly right now uh grits their teeth nah, and one no no it won't happen it can't happen oh. it didn't <gasps> amazing got to an 18 amazing the 19, 19 with, with the guidance, guidance yes Don't forget really good yeah you run as fast as you possibly can and this kite takes off in the air behind you and it's soaring up above you uh, and i think hydrum gives a little little, little round of applause <laughs> and is just like nicely done fantastic uh, and uh, and we need to once the kite is firmly established we will cut the string well let go of the string i suppose um and letting go of the string would, would do the job it yeah just it's in the air now we'll just keep going it's in Gosra's hands a gust, now gust of wind catches it and uh <clears throat> and you can you can release it and it will just Fantastic. fly off well yeah we'll we'll like, do just, just letting go of a, a balloon and it floats off into the distance you can just keep watching until it's somewhat out of sight absolutely all right fantastic i uh look to ishko and uh, uh well we got there in the end god I hope it, it was a team effort. <laughs> I hope Gozer is happy. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. All right. Cut to the bird riders. Cut to the, the, the kitchen. Yes, you are walking these large elephant birds all the way across the, the campus, getting quite a few uh, people. Uh, you get a few mixed reactions. People who have seen elephant birds before and know they use this mountain kind of looks like, okay, look, it's cool. Uh, and then there's some people who have no idea what they are and they're kind of cautiously standing out the way of, of these big, like, emu-like creatures. But you do, you can make your way over to, to the dining hall with uh, uh, the cook, uh, Lemousi, I believe, is her name? Lemousi Yao. Lemousi, that's it, yes. 
the head cook of the, the campus. I guess you'll, you'll leave the birds outside and, and head on. No. To, no? No, they're going to ride the bird right into right the canteen. through the dining hall with the bird. <laughs> and then Tyrrell will stop uh, the elephant bird right at the uh, tray, looking down at the museum, and it just simply says, I need an egg. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, 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 oh. Well, I've never, with never had a... shell. Oh, oh okay. Uh, sure, sure. So, so, quickly hurry around. Grab a, an egg that's been, you know, stored in the in the kitchen area. Give it, give it to you. Say, huh? Can can, can, the, can you get the, the bird out the kitchen? It's probably quite unhygienic. <laughs> Plot. So we're just gonna look at the egg. How big is this egg? Out of curiosity. It is a uh, normal. Let's have a look. Actually, it's a special type of egg. Yeah, I was gonna. It is a. It's a it's it's a quail. Oh, okay. this one's <laughs> tiny. Can I? That's tiny. Can I yeah. uh, open the letter because we were supposed to transcribe it onto the egg, right? Yeah. Is this sufficient? Terrell will ask to a uh, like show the quail egg to yeah. Woolley. He's probably like just coming in through the door. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> the message itself is is fairly hmm. short, so uh, probably probably will be it. It's just uh, someone uh, hoping. To, to Masluda, that a, a new canal wall that's being built will be oh. strong and reliable. Okay. So it's, it's a fairly short message, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Wooly has a pen and stuff, so hopefully he can scribble it onto the egg. Mm-hmm. Tyrrell will nod towards Lizumi out and then a uh, guide the elephant bird back out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people who are uh, a little bit late to, to breakfast are just like, what is that goblin doing? <laughs> Sorry, hobgoblin doing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, you've probably not seen that before. So. <laughs> Cause it a bit of a stir. Mm. Yes, you are. Mm. Yeah, uh, Tyrrell will hand the quail egg to a um, to, yeah. to Wooly, and a uh, like we'll see if Snake is yes. there. And then he's gonna, literally just going to hunt the nearby vicinity while Wooly. Looks for a snake. Look right, like yeah. it on. Sure. Okay. Give me a. Um. I think it's going to be a survival. Check. No, I would think. I would actually or... think it's an no. insect lore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hunting the insects. I, I know, right? I'm looking for to, insects to that you. are specifically <laughs> the prey of yes. a snake. Yeah. I think this is going to be a survival check. <laughs> I think it's going to be a survival check as well. Um, which is not great. Oh. <laughs> Just rolling out that natural one for a total of three. Eesh. You, uh, you, you come across. No, you, no, that's not even. You just, natural one, you, you just look in the complete wrong place. And I think even if you did come across a place where a snake would be, I think the elephant bird would very quickly scare it away. Or eat it up. The bird would eat the snake. Yes, yes. Just come across the put my like uh, snake, and then the elephant bird just like. <laughs> <laughs> After a bit, Tyrrell will return to Woolly. He's like, well, maybe, maybe there will be a statue at the shrine. I'd say by by the time you've gotten an egg and transcribed it and had a quick look around, the other two will be able to to be done with their kite riding or kite flying. Even um, you can probably 
approach you on, on their own elephant birds. I think kite riding would have required a much better crafting. Sounds fun, though. But yes, um, I will... Uh, Ishkol, do you need a hand to get on this bird? It's gargantuan. Maybe it might be tall a bit for me. Yeah, I'll be around in case because I've noticed that the uh, the animals around the place typically don't seem to react well to Ishkol. So I'll just be around while Ishkol gets on, and um, and <laughs> and mounts up and, and look to uh, join up with the others. You can find them. Uh, Wolfie is uh, sitting just outside the dining hall, writing on an egg and terrible <laughs> and looking through some some of the nearby foliage. <laughs> Coming out empty-handed. Having fun riding his giant warbird. <laughs> ah, excellent. Elephant bird. I, I said warbird. It's no different to riding yeah. riding a horse, is it? No. It's not a very martial territory, is it? Really? <laughs> okay. Uh, how are you going with that, dear uh, Wally? That looks delicate work. <laughs> okay, yeah. He succeeds on his will save to not eat the egg. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I don't even know if it's cooked Willie <laughs> oh lord no no I, I, yeah I almost finished but, but yeah there we go yes yes you, you write it down and uh, and you now have the, the little uh, message to um, Masluda mm. written on this quail egg yes okay um, but no snake so no. no well do we know where um can we find the uh, the temple or the shrine to Mazluda? Because I mean that's got to be the way to go. I I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, we... With a little asking around, it's not going to be a problem. Excellent. Okay. Uh, then we need to make our way over there. Yes, and uh, keep an eye out for these other straight up addresses and also the descriptive ones on the way yeah, good point say. yeah if we keep an eye out for any landmarks that might have been mentioned on those descriptive addresses or anything like that absolutely so you can make your way through keep an eye out for, for some of the descriptive addresses I think that the way you're going towards the shrine is uh, as you go around you don't see any of the, the descriptions that you want to keep an eye out uh, you could probably get some of the, the simple uh, deliveries done along yeah, the way nice excellent the shrine to Maslida will be uh, more towards the uh, east end of the city, mm-hmm. which is away, actually away from, I guess, away from the, the, the outside of the city with the, the, the little, uh, where towards the pond and the, the other buildings. Uh, but yeah, towards the east end, which is over here. Yeah. There. Um, on your way, you do uh, pass, you can probably mark off a couple of the simple addresses you can get through uh, to 56 Inner Street, which is one of the ones on this inner inner circle. Pop that, uh, or, or approach that, knock on the door, and uh, a wily man, um, Subi answers and uh, thanks you for the letter and uh, takes a moment to introduce you to, to uh, their newest puppy that they rescued from a tree near Which is a, a very cute moment for you guys to. And you can also uh, pass pass by uh, the 137 Songwind Circle, which is the the biggest, well, the big circular street in the outside. Uh, that runs the entire circle around. That's uh, true. This this street is is amazing. There's like mosaic paintings the entire length of this circular street, uh, and and uh, a, an oldish lady answers, uh, and, and she's uh, very excited uh, to have received the parcel. And she says, "Oh, yes, I'm waiting for some uh, some golden golden threads. I'm, I'm sewing my niece a, a wedding dress." 
she seems very excited. And thanks you all for, for delivering that. Oh, wonderful. Just you, you point out that there is um, mosaics on the street. You mentioned that one of the difficult ones mm-hmm. was described as near the mosaic, like near the big mosaic. Oh. Uh, yes, yes. Um, I mean, there's a lot of murals and mosaics all around now. Uh, the one on the descriptive address is actually... Uh, I can read them out if you want. But it, it, it isn't here if you're keeping okay. it out for it. Yeah, okay. Then. But yeah, sorry, eventually you do get to, to the uh, the shrine. Can I Can I uh, just... the What were the addresses? If we should report this to... Uh... Uh, we had 56 Inner Street and 136 Songwood Circle? Song- Songwood Circle. Okay. Got to have good notes, mate. Yeah. Yeah, got to have really mm-hmm. good notes. Uh, it was also 137. Okay. Then, sorry. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, those are some crappy yes. notes, Greg. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Terrible. Uh, five, five points from Griffin Cat. <laughs> awesome. Uh, you get to the, to the shrine, and uh, it's not not a temple at all. It is just like an outside shrine to the deity. Uh, and you, you, you do show up. There are a few, uh, like, priests attending it. Um, and there are a lot of uh, quail eggs and quite a few snakes just around the shrine, oh. is it? Uh, I think Greg may have had the right yeah. idea. They would have <laughs> everything you needed here, but you've managed to acquire a different way. Um, okay, can I try and feed the egg to a snake? Friendly-wise? We need to wrangle a snake. Give us... A nature, a nature sure. check. Yeah, there's a big Ooh, check. I'm not trained in this a... yet. I will be soon, hopefully. I will say anyone, anyone can try this, but if Ishko wants to go, the DC is going to be a lot harder. <laughs> <laughs> that is why I will not try. <laughs> I got a twelve. Oh God, Tyrol has continued to be bad. I'm nature. untrained, but we'll see if I can entice a snake to help us out. Oh, uh, we've had two twelves and a five. Uh, you approach the snake, they don't seem to be, like, hostile or anything, but as you present the egg, it, it kind of... You know when you're, like, feeding a pet and it's just not hungry, you put food out, rat on it around, and they just ignore it. And what these snakes are kind of doing, it, it looks like they uh, might not be in a mood to ask this. Uh, is it? Um, uh, can we approach one of the priests and be like, we need this egg eaten? Oh, unfortunately, uh... We, we've just had a, a community project come through. And there were lots of prayers to make, so, so the snakes they've eaten quite a lot today. We could wait uh, a while. We might hungry later on today. Or... We will find others. We'll find, snakes. I mean, yeah. Head out just over the canal. There's, uh, there's probably lots of them around the jungle. Mm, you are quite close to the edge of the city again. You know? mm. Can I? Can I try again? Well, it's just to sort of represent my overall attempts to feed a snake an egg, and not okay, I don't get anywhere. Um, I think I think all three of you try and realize that the snakes here are yeah they they they're not going to want to eat right now. Okay. Are there any uh, snake statues? Snake statues. Yes. There will probably be some at the at the shrine. Yeah. yeah. I, I I suspect that that would be cheating. like <laughs> trying to yeah it'd be okay. cheating because. Conceptually, the god thematically is about life, isn't it? Really, halves and um, con- consumption mm. and food. So, if if you'd have just put it into like this cold snake statue, yeah. it probably would probably would get the same yeah. vibe. Yeah. Well, 
if we don't find anyone, any snakes that wants to eat the egg the entire day, it's a plan B. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. Well, if if the if we spend if we spend the entire day delivering mail and we don't find another mm. snake in that time, we can just come back yes. to this shrine. Yes, ex- exactly. Yeah, you you hungry day, you, you so you could either wait for later, or you could go and just quickly scout out in the jungle. It would it won't take long at all. You do have your elephant first, but so so it's going to be quite quick to head out into the jungle. If you wanted to do another quick survival check to see if you spend a bit of time finding a, a snake that will, will be hungry, I'm sure the jungle snakes will be a lot hungrier than sure. the ones who are regularly fed. I'll try. I don't know. Quite I mean, how's our time? How long have we taken? Because we want to get the job done, uh, and the nature of things that are full is to become hungry again. So simply mm-hmm. coming back to this area. Um, in four hours or six hours, um, it's going to take care of. I, could well take care of that problem. Yeah, I imagine it's not been very long since you left the the campus. You, you did the, the the spell letter was done quite quickly. The the kite getting it into the air, doing all of the stuff you did on the campus. You probably left the campus about an hour after you were even given the task. Mm. So you are still fairly early on. Okay. So. Uh, what, what's on some of these quail eggs that have been put down? I feel like there's a secondary task that the Emerald Bowels will have, which will be to ask us what's mm, happening. Yeah, that's a good mm. good idea. Well, the priest talked about a so canal just, um, being built. There's um, a, a community mm. project coming in. Uh, did, actually, did he say a canal was being built? I completely yeah. missed that. Yes, yeah. Um, one of the well, the, the the letter that you're delivering is prayers that a new canal is is strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got it. I got that mixed mixed up then. Pardon me. But the first and what's this community project that's come through? That's what I'm really interested. in. Well, the first guy with delivered the letter talked about say adapting a new dog to save from a tree. So, yeah, a puppy rescued from a tree. A niece is yes. getting married, and there's a community project at the shrine of Medsida. But I want to know what that community yes. project was for. And um, yeah, jumping on that idea, I want to check the other the if there are any messages on the other eggs lying about. Just like Greg said. Oh, uh, the the There's eggs that are lying around are, are ones that you'd come okay. here to, to write okay. on. Indeed. Okay. So the ones on the community uh, project okay. would have already been fed. Um, the, the priest will say, uh, "Well, yes, actually, uh, Natofo uh, of the Carnivorous Gardens. She's uh, been doing a bit of a community project with uh, with some gardening lately, uh, getting some some people to help out over there." Yes, I did say Carnivorous Gardens. Yeah, make of that what you win. <laughs> Carnivorous plants, obviously. Yes. Uh, wow. Yeah, generally a, a, a garden of like fly traps and uh, and uh, whatever the other bug snatches. Corpse flowers. That's the one. Bug snatches. <laughs> yes, then as well. Bug snatches. Uh, yeah. So there's been a community project uh, helping helping Natofo, who who moves the gardens out and just you know what they'd say the prayers to the god of the community just make sure it goes well. Makes sense. Okay. Makes sense. Fantastic. Okay. Um, so, uh, how do you guys feel about doing uh, a lap of the outer, outer, outer islands? Yeah, let's get these easy ones done and 
yeah. dusted. So that then we can focus our efforts on the others without mm-hmm. spinning. If you wanted to, it will probably take you about two hours to go around and do all the simple ones in a big bulk delivery, so you can get that done. And yeah. Do and yeah. So while we're doing it, we keep our eyes peeled for landmarks or, or anything. But um, getting those out of the way is definitely smart. And then we've got the and snakes, the rest, snakes. Yes, we got the rest of the time to uh, to deal deal with the problem parcels. And if we uh, pick up anything interesting from the ones we deliver the letters to, like if they say anything... the uh, descriptive addresses, the descriptive addresses addresses just so we uh, know are the first one is Chukwu, who lives on the corner of the canal, the one with the big grandmother spider mural. <laughs> so you know to look out for a big grandmother spider mural. Uh, then there's that woman who lives by the pond who makes those delicious apple pies. Pies. It's, it's I knew there'd one. be something about pies. All yes. Right. Uh, apple pies. Uh, and then there's to the young elven lass who bested me in a dancing contest. Here are your winnings. What? That's all it's. T- <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. These are. No one said these ones were going to be easy. Uh, these may take a bit of uh, a bit of investigating and, and logical thinking to figure out where these even go. Wow. Um, and the final one is uh, uh, you know Maboso. His mother's Indian from Abuele, but he's from the city. Grew up in Asoja and moved when he got married. Lives with his in-laws now, has many children and seven dogs and an ostrich and four cats, which I told him will steal his baby's breath, but he won't listen. He has a shrine of Gosra in front of his house, but half the wave's head fell off and it looks like a lump now. Okay. <laughs> That's all written on the front of this envelope. <laughs> That's very descriptive. Oh, yeah, it's marvelous. very descriptive. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> all right. All right. So those are either going to be things that you're going to have to just pay, pay very close attention to find the mural might be an easier one but other than that those ones might need you to do a bit of a bit of digging around or gathering information but yeah you can spend the next yeah. couple of, of hours going through and doing this the simple ones uh, yeah. you can go there's another one on Songwind Circle it is a bit further round so you can I guess keep walking around the outside area until um, you get to 204 at Songwind Circle where uh, Jatau answers a, a, another Mwangi human male uh, and uh, and he, he Looks like he's he's got an apron on. He's fresh from doing some sort of cooking, and he's like, "Oh, oh, you're just just in time. I've, I made too much jam. Here you are." And he'll give you a, just a jar of, uh, of some berry jam that he's just been cooking up. Jar of some hot jam. All right. And uh, in exchange for the, for the letter you deliver, of course, you do notice that uh, that there is one who is uh, quite close to you now, who is uh, addressed just to the name Goanna, but. As you're walking around, you can spot that this is uh, there is a shop called Goanna's Carvings, quite quite close to where you are as well. Uh, that would be uh, like a wood carver, quite similar to Wolfie. Yeah. Mm. And a, uh, a halfling wood carver answers. Uh, she's got like uh, wood chippings in her in her hair. Looks like she's uh, busy crafting stuff at the moment. Um, she she comes collects her parcel. There's one uh, addressed to the Civic League, Civic League Boathouse, which is actually one of the uh, buildings somewhere around here. That uh, yes, uh, boat, Boathouse repairs all the flats and the boats that are you know, on the canal. So that one's really easy to find. Um, there isn't any answer when you knock on the door, but there is a, a letterbox. So I think you can just post that one, and the job will be done. Absolutely. Vote. Uh, after you post it, it's your turn to leave them. It does. The little box does mysteriously rattle slightly. Is there Rattles. something? Uh... Investigate. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah, that is weird. That is weird. Does anyone want to do a very quick society check? 
that is. I would, I would like to do a society check. It is 23 in society. <laughs> 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 Rick's like. Rick fail from no, the John. Of course, yeah. litterboxes. Um, I think Terrell and, and Usko have heard just a couple rumours that the boathouse is haunted. Oh. No one, no one knows for certain, but a, a few little rumours that it's just a, a bit of a superstition around that family. Restless spirits. Can I, uh, uh, upon hearing that it's haunted, can I open the letterbox yeah. and see if the letter's in there? <laughs> if it, or if it's disappeared? Very good question. I think it's still on the floor. I don't want you guys to go off to <laughs> <laughs> If I said it's gone, we'd spend the next, like, four episodes trying yes. to get in here and seeing what's going on. Uh, so it's still there. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, actually, I should have said this first. Uh, two of the simple addresses are actually delivered to, to faculty at the Megambia. So, so maybe you could have done them out of the way before you, before you left. That would have made more sense. One is actually to Zoken at the Powder Pile. Oh. So you could have earlier on in the day popped in just before you left the campus and given to them. Uh, and one is to a teacher who's called Zuma, who, uh, is, it's addressed to the Elephant Museum, which you know is uh, in the central ring of the campus again. So those two are ones that you could have gotten out of the way before then yep. as well. Uh, and then the last few, there's one who is uh, addressed to uh, Ibel at the Black Crowned Crane, which I think you would know exactly where it is. It is known to be one of the, the fanciest restaurants in Nantambu. <laughs> Very good food. Uh, and as you go to deliver it, the establishment is looks amazing. It looks really good. Do, uh... Uh, maybe you can go there for like a graduation meal at some point. Are we like one of those just eat riders who's just waiting at the counter to like a really fancy restaurant? Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> Everyone in here, this you is know, where just... the wealth of Nantan can go. <laughs> um, Do we have time? <laughs> you're delivering mail. Yeah, um, I I probably can't afford it anyway. There's uh, a couple more simple ones to get through very quickly. 24 Vanji Pass. Uh, you know, Vanji is the, uh, the river that runs alongside so Vanji Pass is, is actually quite close to the river. A woman named Aig uh, answers and, uh, and just, she just she keeps you there for a little while. She's one of those really chatty people, members of the public, who just you try to leave, but they just keep talking. Uh, but she just keeps talking about how her, she she's lately spent a lot of time rehabilitating some injured jungle birds and then releasing them back into the world. And she she keeps going on and on and on and actually probably quite a long time of the two hours she spent delivering these and just listening to her talk about various types of birds and trying to make excuses for getting away but eventually she does let you go could could we ask could we ask her specifically if she knows Mabuso who lives with his who he, and that full description she looks at her she, she looks very confused she's like no I, I haven't heard of a Mabuso have you uh, heard of an, a dance competition it's like chatty people might mm-hmm. gossip. Oh, well, mm-hmm. there's dancing and there's lots of, I mean, there's quite a lot of dancing just, just in the streets around the city. Uh, maybe maybe one of the markets, maybe maybe there was a dance competition. Right. Yeah. One of the letters, which is probably a bit out of the way, furthest out of the way, is, is delivered to the Last Chance Shop, which is uh, all the way at the uh, at the end of the, the canals, far away from the centre to, to, the, to the western sort of districts. Right at the end. Right. Uh, last oh, wow. chance shop really is, is a, a very ramsh- ramshackle shop. It sells all, all sorts. And, uh, 
Uh, it's run by the Gola family, and, and the, the son of the Gola family answers and, and thanks you for the letters. And sends, and sends you on your way again. And finally, the very last simple letter is delivered to the uh, Kamani farm. Uh, is that Kamani, the farm Kamani. with the chickens? Yes. <laughs> yes. Basola uh, <laughs> yes, um, Kamani is the one who. Uh, who you helped with those uh, Urge of Theory chickens. Yes. Ah. Uh, so, to end our Valentine's Day episode... Uh, <laughs> we can all cuddle some chickens. Uh, Wolfie, Wolfie will go and see... Uh, God, Gunnar. What's his name? Gun- Gunnar. Gunnar. Yeah, Gunnar. Gunnar. Uh, you can go deliver deliver the um, a letter to the farm and uh, spend a little bit of time just, just making sure that the chickens mm. are fine. Uh, I mean, you've only—they've only been there for three days, so they're still yeah. small. But they already their enclosure or where they they grow looks so much better from that little chicken coop that you've, you've rescued them awesome. from the market. Has a uh, has any of them been eaten by snakes? <laughs> no, no, these are these are well protected chicks. Uh, very, they're looking a lot healthier than when you saw them. It's a shame. Could have done a veneer by snakes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Good. Uh, so yes, you, you spend a bit of time. You spend a few hours just wandering around, seeing a few sites. You've, you've seen a few shops, a, a fancy restaurant. There's the, the haunted boathouse, supposedly, and just a few, just a few citizens who are just happy to chat with you. It does seem like they were right. Delivering letters does help you, you know, to see spots. I think we will end here for today because you. Um, actually, one, what, just to get this out of the way, as you are making your journeys, everyone do give me a quick survival check just to see if you do spot a, a snake on the way around. Could, could we use perception instead? I will allow it, but it will probably be a bit harder. Uh, I will have a 70. 22. Six, yeah, 20. 16 from Rickdown, which is pretty great with no modifier. 22 survival. Okay. Oh. My rolls continue to not be great with a nine in total. Mm. Uh, Wolfie with a with a twenty two for sure. You do definitely find this you, uh, at some point. Maybe as you're making your way to the uh, to the the farm towards the end, you pass by a, a small like copse of trees, and you do see just a, 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 a snake, yeah, chilling out in one of the branches. And he, okay, he's gonna try and feed the egg to them, but in the opposite direction of the farm. So he he doesn't want to like, lead them to. Doesn't want to give them a taste for eggs. Here, here, okay. snakey, 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 snakey. <laughs> yeah. Give us a quick niche sure. check. This one's probably going to be a bit easier because uh, this one. Oh, that one. Crit fails. <laughs> hey, you've got a hero point. Crit fails. You've got a hero point. Wolfie, you haven't used your hero. Oh point sure, today. I'll use it. I'll use it. I'll reroll. Uh, nine. <laughs> not, not much better. Oh my lord. Not much better. The snakes uh, around here are well fed. Mm-hmm. Thanks around here. I mean, this one I don't think it is hungry. A lot of OG theory chicks. Trusting of, uh, of Wolfie going up. Does anyone else want to try quickly, or is this going to be the one task that should be simple and just doesn't <laughs> get completed ever? I'll I'll give it a quick go. Is it an insect? Ostensibly lore? been from. Oh, sorry, that's the um, that's, that's survival, not nature. Add another nine on. Oh, no, yeah. yeah, another nine on. Nature. Well, yeah, it's another nine. nine, so. nine. Rick, it might be down to you. I, I hit the button. <laughs> I got a seven. Oh my dear well, God. Good news is, you found a snake, but this one also just doesn't trust you. In fact, as soon as I think the, the group approaches, it kind of slivers away back into, into the brush. I was about to say, at this stage, I was almost ready to just jump it and I'm force it the same way. <laughs> oh my Lord. No, no, we'll wait till okay. we get back to the shrine. Yeah, we're... Right, I think we... Uh, yeah, and then, and then after that, you can go to the farm and, and just check out yeah. the chickens and, and spend a bit of time with, with Gunnar. And, and there's a nice, 
Valentine's Day. Yes. Weekend. I had to include some <laughs> no. Valentine's Day. I, mean, I think we're going to end it here. You've, uh, <laughs> yeah. Brilliant, yeah. Chicken. Brilliant uh, stuff. I think we'll end it here. We've, we've done all the simple ones and you've done most of the, the deity ones. And then you've got a lot of researching and digging around and asking around to trying to figure out some confusing addresses and then seeing what's in the mysterious letter addressed to you guys. Mm. I'm genuinely looking forward to that. Uh, not the not the letter addressed to us, but to like working out where these descriptive ones should go. I, that's going to yeah. be fun. Yes. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, after, after the, the combat uh, yesterday and the Pugwampies and everything, there's a, kind of a nice just sort of skill-based role Yes. I do quite like that. And being totally healthy for it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Not stupefied. We hope everyone listening had a, had a good, enjoyable Valentine's Day wherever you are and, uh, and uh, enjoyed listening to this. We're uh, eh, still ever so close to, to level mm-hmm. two. We're, we're creeping our way oh. forwards to it. You've only got the rest of this task, and then uh, possibly one, one more assignment. Uh, will be there. Wow. So we'll see what happens next week. Mm-hmm. And we've hit the double digits. This is episode yeah. 10. Oh my god, it is. Yes. I forgot until this is, uh, episode 10. If you've made it to 10 episodes, congratulations, because this has been a train wreck. Please. <laughs> Stamp your loyalty card. You will find that at your next Pathfinder game, you will have a 10% increase ah. in experience gained. Ooh. Yes. Uh, Just make sure that you get that loyalty card you... into a snake <laughs> by the end of the week. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you are a player in a campaign, ask your GM for an extra hero point just for putting up with 10 episodes of, uh, of whatever this is. So yes. uh, I'm sure they'll understand. And that doesn't apply to my players, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, my... That doesn't apply to you guys either. Just <laughs> terms and conditions. <laughs> Beautiful. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We'll uh, we'll be back this time next week with uh, the rest of these uh, these letter deliveries. So from me, the GM, signing out. Enjoy your week. Bye, everybody. Thank you very much, everybody. Have a great time. Good night. Good evening. Don't good morning, fall, and all don't that. Don't fall sick from mushrooms. <laughs>Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the GM Breakout Podcast. We really, really hope that you enjoyed this one. If you'd like to keep up to date with us and find out when any new episodes are released or if there's anything special happening with our podcast, you can follow us on social media. Just search for GM Breakout Podcast on Facebook, GM Breakout on Instagram, and at GM Breakout Pod on Twitter. And of course, we'll see you all again next week. Goodbye.